Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, a very pleasant uh, good morning to you. This is Patrick Timpone. How you doing? Really? You look good. Did you have your Wheaties this morning? Um, well, it's Wednesday morning, the 27th of April, and uh, we are live here, streaming audio on One Radio Network and also video on One Radio Network. Most of our videos are on BitChute, and the audios are right on our website, and we support ourselves by your donations and also that we promote products that we have. We are in our 16th year of this show. Phone lines are still down because of our two inches of global cooling that broke the lines uh, a month ago, and it's been quite a project to get them back up. So the way to communicate this morning as the phones are having a bad hair day, like me, is Patrick at, <laughs> I always have a bad hair day, Patrick at One Radio network.com Patrick at one radio network.com A little green tea here. Phew, pretty good. Okay, so Varus Ahmad will be here in a couple of hours. He's a polymath. That means he knows a lot of stuff about a lot of things. He's an author, uh, esoterist guy, ecologist, specializing in nutrition, anthropology, some really cool spiritual things we'll talk about and how the body heals and all kinds of stuff. He's real fun, and he'll be here in a couple of hours. So put that on your calendar in case you have to go out and you'll know that the the podcast, uh, audio and video, will be available later on today. <clears throat> uh, if you're semi-regular, or uh, a regular around here, you know that one of our specialties is there is the title of a, a book in progress and also one of our screenplays. It takes a long time to get young. It's just the old... And it's the idea of techniques and insights and stuff that I've been able to learn from my spiritual teachers and spirit itself, which is essentially what my teacher is, is divine spirit. And even though he kind of has a body in the physical, but that well, um, everything everything we've been taught about and believed to be um, true about the body, for the most part, is just not. True. <laughs> uh, because as spiritual as spiritual beings, what who we are, souls, right? 
people call it consciousness and awareness and all that. And I keep it real simple because it is what it is. And and we are souls created by God and uh, how that all worked and how we find our, found our way down here. I say here down on the earth plane. You know, a lot of conjecture about that. And I, I think we'll better understand it someday. A lot of ideas about it, but nobody knows for sure. You have your ideas. But the the mother load of being a spiritual being in a body is that that you and I are in total control of this body. Absolute total control. That's a big one because you know we've we've all been taught and and convinced and shown that we're not, you know. When you get to be a certain age, well then this happens and you know you have to go through menopause and this uh, you know, you probably have hot flashes, right, or whatever. I mean if if the whole meme, for example, about menopause, 40-ish, perimenopause, or something wasn't there, how long would women stay fertile? Nobody knows because they used to, in back in the, oh, back in the golden, more the, um, the golden age and back in there and, um, you know, Lemuria and places like this where we all used to hang out a few million years ago, long ago. There was, they, they didn't have all these, these ideas that were controlling us like we are today. And, and the only reason they're controlling us is because we don't know any better. So it's not criticizing you or me and giving myself a hard time for believing this stuff. But how would, we, how would you know? Until you... Till we wake up and say, "Well, wait a minute, something, you know, what's going away? What? <laughs> I mean, is it true? Do you do you have to? Does your testosterone really have to get lower when you reach forty, fifty, or whatever number they put on you? No. But if you hear it, if you hear it enough and read it enough, well, then you believe it, and then that's what happens. So the takes a long time to get young is really. A uh, very perfect title. I think the original. I think the original person who said that was a, um, a very famous artist, and his name is not in my consciousness at the moment, but it'll come in. It always will dip back in. And the way he said it was, it, ta- it takes a long time. To become young. And he, when you use the word become, it's more like just become young at heart kind of thing. And, you know, we. But the way I have been um, blessed enough to learn it is that it's, it's more than that. It's, it's, 
things that I have been able to learn doing what, what I call soul traveling, soul traveling, You know, it's, it's also known in many circles and you can see on the internet of people and they have out-of-body experience, right? You've seen these videos and it's real. I've had a few of this genre where you do the whole thing through the, the tunnel and the light and feel the love of God and you know that you'll never die and I was blessed with that first one 1983, it just happened. People have these all the time. Uh, oftentimes it happens with um, folks on an operating table where they just kind of uh, give up or die for a minute and the heart stops and they, they fly out of their body and they see how it's going to be when they do die. We don't die, but when they do leave their body and they have this temporary um, out-of-body experience that changes their their life because they, they, they see up close and personal that they are not the body, they're not the mind, they are soul, and it's just one big ball of love when you leave and, and you, then you figure out where you're going to go from there. And people have written books about it and we've interviewed some and as I said, I've been blessed to have the experience a couple times. What I was trained to do because of my desire to know, and that's how it happened for me. It wasn't that I was some special guy and spiritual masters came to me and tapped me on the shoulder and say, okay, well, let's go on, let's teach you how to do this because, no, it, it, it didn't work like that. It works and it doesn't work like that. The reason I'm, I'm mentioning it is because it's up to you and me. If we have the desire to know something, as long as we are willing to change and to grow and to do whatever it takes to learn it, when we ask, there are people, angels, spiritual teachers, some people call it your higher self, there's all kinds of ways to look at it, but there's a few ways that are more correct than others, but I don't want to offend anybody because everybody's doing it their own way. But when we do that, then these, uh, this energy, these entities, whether it be divine spirit or however you want to call it, Jesus or whatever, um, actually works with souls to help them to understand and to see what, they're, what they want to know and to learn what they want to know. Because that's what these people do. When they leave here, that's what they do. They help people. That's that's all they do. So <laughs> that's what they do. Now, some are more busy than others just taking care of their own karma, but then many souls um, become spiritual masters in a sense where they are God-realized. And they, they know the game. And they've been there, done that. So what are they going to do? sit around in a cloud and play a harp. And, no, they're, they're, what they do is then they help other souls who are interested in, in learning what's going on. That's their job. That's what they do. 
So over the years, um, I created various um, things. Like irritable bowel syndrome, boy, that was a booger. You know, I, I really picked out the really painful ones to create. I, the one was some kind of an IBS thing, colon for, I don't know, that happened, what, a couple of years for maybe 10 years ago. And Oh, man. And then, uh, <laughs> what was the other one? Oh, then sciatica. I had that one twice. I don't know if you've ever experienced that. But, I mean, once again, you know, I chose the... So it's the really rough, painful ones. Sciatica is like, you never experience pain like that. And then the last one was a, some kind of a, I don't know what else to call it, but lack of a better term would be heartburn where there's a spot like uh, just underneath the rib cage here. And it would just, you know, and you know, I had that little pumpkin for two or three years, seriously. But the whole time with these things, I just knew intuitively that it wasn't something that I could go out and fix. You know, more acid, less acid, change my diet and all, you know. I, you know, I went through all that with different things for years until I figured out that, well, wait a minute, this is just something else. It's just not... Um, and there's nothing wrong with my body. It's just something that I create uh, every day so I could learn how to uncreate it. So that was my path to learn how to uncreate the diseases that I created. And everybody has their own way how to do it. But um, you know, I got to the point where I knew with all the resources at my fingertips, I mean, look at all the people that I have access to, some of the greatest minds in nutrition in the world that we've talked to over 15 years. And I knew their email and got to be kind of friends with these people and I could talk to any of them, email them and say, hey, can I talk to you? You know, I did that a few times, but I knew that there was nobody out there that knew that could tell me anything that was going to help me to fix, you know, what, what I was creating because it was a spiritual thing, as they all are. And so it was up to me to dig in and and that's pretty much what I've been doing, you know, for 10 years. And in that process, I had to learn how to travel. In essence, it's kind of weird, into other realities, if you will, consciously, so that I could see how it all worked. Otherwise, I would just be, you know, I would just be reading something in a book, and and that's that's fine, or go to a seminar, but... You don't, you don't really get anything like that. You got to do the work. You just got to dig in. And we talk about it a lot when we have these one-on-ones, right? Just dig in. As every spiritual path is taught, you go in, in, inside, use any kind of technique you can, and just go inside and start looking around and see what's going on in there, what the mind is, who you are, or what is your relationship to the mind. What's our relationship to these emotions and how do they come in and where do they come from? The whole thing. And you, you can see it all if you look closely enough. As my f- first teacher used to say to me, is, well, look and see. Just look and see, Patrick. Which is the name of my second screenplay, Look and See. 
which for the most part is what we we have to do if we want to know how this game all works called physical reality, being a spiritual being. We have to look and see and say, oh, yeah, yeah, that's, wow, wow, that's interesting. That's how we learn. We can get ideas from books and you can get ideas from silly guys like me uh, putting out my experiences, which are, may or not be useful to me, but I don't know what else to talk about. I mean, I'm just not interested in talking about other people because it's their business, what they're doing, so what are you going to talk about? But we interview other people and have fun doing it, but when we do these one-on-ones, all I can do is kind of dance with you. The email here is we're live this morning before Varus Ahmad comes on is Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. So what I do is every night as I'm going off to sleep, which I don't even know what that is anymore. Um, seriously, I don't, I, it's just crazy. Um, I just I talk to my spiritual teacher that's here in me, in my little heart, which is my best friend, which is a state of consciousness. Um, and you really want to have a spiritual teacher that also has a body because that's really needed to bring this down into physical reality. But the, and that's the whole idea of, a, you know, the Buddhist and the Dalai Lama and the reincarnation. That stuff's all nonsense, but there's real teachers that have, there's always been here. They pick some of these kids out when they're kids at four years old, so oh, he's the next one. It doesn't work like that, but that's okay. Don't get me started there. But that's the idea, and the, these these spiritual paths have picked them up and they're just kind of trying to reproduce the way it really works because they're not in the consciousness of the way it really works. So they they make up their own. They get close, but it's not the same thing. There has always been a spiritual master in physical reality with a body and that had the ability to work with to work with his chilas or students to grow spiritually on the inner planes in other words other than physical mental emotional spiritual causal you know these different planes and they exist a lot of real estate out there And there's always been an unbroken line of these masters since the beginning of time simply by the grace of God who literally appoints these masters and trains them. You're the dude and talk to your people with giving lectures or whatever you do or books, you know, as as we 
progress and then then work with the people on the inner. So I see my teacher on the inner as a physical body, even though it's, but it's the highest state of consciousness one can get. It's the real deal. And it's actually you're working with divine spirit. So then, you know, the more you surrender to this, and this is in everybody, because it just is, this energy or divine spirit is within everybody, and everybody is in touch with it on some different level. Everybody, every soul. They call it their higher self, and some people say it's this teacher or that teacher or whatever. But you can refine it and get pretty pure with it. Just depends on, on our, um, you know, our motives and how badly we want to know what the heck's going on. That really drives it all. So this is just a little background on, um, you know, the work that, I, I look at it, I, it's not work, it's just really what I do. I just kind of, um, and it's, it's, it's everything to me, because uh, that's all there is, right, is to understand who we are and, and why we are and where we are. Without that, uh, we might, you know, we just do our thing, sex, drugs, and rock and roll, and, you know, leave our body and uh, maybe come back and do this again. Or go somewhere else and do it again, and called reincarnation, which is real. I mean, it just is. So, so as one uh, you know, can see the mind, body, soul thing and as being a hologram, as I've been able to do and see every night, I can just see how it works because I just can. I just leave my body and see it. I'm always learning new things about it, you know, and, and how it works. I mean, it's just fascinating. And I often have to slap myself and not like this, but, and, you know, while I'm there and say, this is real, Patrick. This is real. This is real. It's not just some, you know, I actually talk to myself like that when I'm out there. There's no really out there. It's all right here. But uh, I do because sometimes it gets to be so, that I have to talk to myself like, like this is real. Hmm. It's pretty cool. Okay, I'll talk about that. Thanks. George wants to know. Email Patrick at, at one radio network.com. So as I move forward with this, you know, with the Trademark, it takes a long time to get young and talk about pro-youthing and staying young and not aging and how the aging process works, which I know exactly how it works. I have no doubt about it. There's just no question. I'm not saying that from a egotistical point that I'm so smart. I just, I, you know, you just can't help it. <laughs> you know, you just, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed, but I still 
have figured it out because when you see, what are you going to do? You say, oh no, it doesn't work like that. That's just made up. It's just a dream. No. What are you going to do? Obviously, it's just my karma dharma to talk about this and to write the book and I have a screenplay called It Takes a Long Time to Get Young. So this is, I'm so grateful that I'm able to do my little dream thing and make a living and have fun and learn all at the same time. I mean, I'm so, you can get me crying here in a minute. I'm so grateful that this is all my experience because it's real. And you know what I mean by real, right? You know what I mean by real? Real is like, it's a, it's a you know, it's a strange word because nothing's real except soul. But I mean, it's, um, it's real meaning it is authentic and it has a definite effect in our life. You know, I, I use that term real. Does that make sense? For example, you know, we spent lifetimes and we were thought that um, that dreams, you know, the Freudian thing, Jung and all the Jungian, I think Jungian got the dream thing, but, you know, a lot of the folks in the alleged past, and there's no past, you know, we talk about dreams being, you know, just the mind spitting out old ideas and thoughts and, you know, and it's just surreal and doesn't matter. And it's just not true. It's just not true. These are real experiences. Real meaning we as soul focus on another reality when our body sleeps. It's that simple. And we are in another reality. It could be any kind of, any different places. And these realities are like endless. Just like... Because they've all been created by souls for billions of years. So the, the so there's there's endless states of consciousness in every reality, astral, causal, mental, and they're just people there and they're and they're doing things and they're doing their life and they live there and, and it's real. It's as real as this, if I can use that term. So sometimes we stay out there and if we have to come back here, we'll come back again. And this is really one of the important things about um, this work and might this might be interesting to you. I can tell you with all clarity that every each and every one of you in this moment on April 26th, 27th can achieve if you work at it, 
even though there's nothing to do, because it's just either work out it or you don't. You just give in, and then you you're there. And just give up to God. Everything. Um, it's not really work. It's just who knows what the word is to to become aware of God, God realization, if you will, and then you're in your way out of this popsicle stand called physical reality. Because, I mean, it's okay, but it's just, I don't think you want to come back and do this again, do you? Uh, we've all done it enough. <laughs> I mean, aren't you getting tired of it? Yeah, I understand. So I don't know about you, but I'm not interested in going through this whole thing again and jumping in a little baby and not remembering anything much and uh, doing the whole puberty thing and starting over again. But that's pretty much what we've done, all of us, for millions of lives, maybe hundreds of thousands, who knows. You throw out numbers like this. So, um, uh, okay, let me do a couple little things and then We'll pick up where we left off, and I don't even know where we left off, but that's okay. OneRadioNetwork.com, Patrick Timpone. We came across hydrogen technology uh, almost, well, we're working on four years, right? With George. And we, we now promote what we think is a uh, um, step up on the hydrogen technology. It's the holy hydrogen machine. And they actually have a little payment thing, and it's very, very good. It's made in Japan, and this country is the, um, they're the number one researchers and believers, if you will, of hydrogen technology, number one. And this is a food. It is a uh, food. It's energy. And hydrogen is the most prolific molecule in physical reality. The number one. Number one. Spiritual, an old spiritual book I read by one of my teachers, Rebazar Tars. He talked. He was talking to someone and was saying that um, he believed that divine spirit, its first manifestation in physical reality is hydrogen. You know, was when God created all of this stuff. It's pretty cool. Hydrogen is the only element on both sides of the periodic table, and again, it doesn't kill anything or or do anything except, you know just help us get stronger and help the body to do its thing in a more easily, easy, easy, easy fashion, if I can say it. So you breathe the gas and drink the water. It's holy hydrogen, the hydrofix payment plan, as I said, and it's on oneradionetwork.com. You can click and order. I've got more muscles today than I've had any time in this lifetime. And I've been using a resistance training program called X3. You can see a picture of it here if you're on video. It's really cool. They have this silver bar. 
and these elastic bands, I'm sorry, latex. And it's all natural natural latex. I don't use oil and petroleum or whatever. And then you, you are working various body parts and you can do as much as you want or as little as you want and you just don't get sore, which is just crazy. Because I've done a little bit of you know, weightlifting in my day, you know, not a lot. I'm just a little guy, 130 pounds, but, um, and uh, you generally get sore because traditional weightlifting, what we're doing is actually tearing, tearing the fibers of the muscle. And that fiber tearing increases the muscle size. And then you get sore, and that's why the weightlifters oftentimes, they'll wait two or three days if they work on the biceps and they'll wait two, three days, let it heal, stop getting sore. And then, well, you don't get sore with this at all because it's a different, it's a different um, model. It's called variable resistance. So for example, if I can get here away from the microphone, you're, you have a steel plate and then latex bands to a silver bar, right? And then say I'm doing an overhead press. So you're standing on the plate and the the latex is on this bar, right? And then you go. <laughs> so you're up here and you see all the pressure you have in your shoulders and everything. And then you bring it down here. Still pressure on your muscles. Still pressure because you're on a band, right? So you never take the pressure off and then you do it again. And this is the fastest way to build muscles without being sore. You could do this every day. The same thing. And just get them huge if you want it. I don't know. So it's pretty cool. It's called X3. It's a very uh, powerful uh, way to do it. And there's no promo, promo codes, but if you click on through our website, you can pick it up, order it, And start, you do it monthly payments if you want. So by the time you pay it off, you'll, you'll have more muscles, you know what you're doing. Uh, ladies really like this this puppy. I'll get back on camera in a minute to show you. Because what you can do, ladies and gals like to keep their, you know, their um, breast firm, their bust line firm, because they'll tend to sag if you, wear a bra and all that. Did you know that? Yeah, if you don't wear a bra, they don't. Whatever, we've done shows on that. But you get this <laughs> you get this uh, bar, and then the straps are behind your back, right, gals? And then you go like this. So you're just exercising your chest. You could do that every day for five minutes and whatever. Anyway, so check it out. It's on our website, oneradionetwork.com. X3 is the name of the product. People are getting manic and taking all these stuff because they don't have sulfur in their brain or That's something? That's correct. That's correct. And there's reasons for that. Kid out there in the street buying illegal drugs, all caused from that. Every bit of it. The manic, depression, suicidal tendencies, all caused from a lack of sulfur to the brain. Whoa. Because the glyphosate stopped the uptake of sulfur to, from the body to the brain. There's a lymph system that runs from the digestive tract 
to the brain directly, and all they were finding is sulfur. It goes straight to the brain, because we're a sulfur being. We have to have the sulfur to keep us sane. If you don't have sulfur going to your brain, you become manic. If you look at all the drugs that they give people, or they put artificial sulfur in there. It's a molecule artificial to trick the brain to think that you've got sulfur in your bloodstream. Well, we have a way to get sulfur into your bloodstream, and then you don't have to trick your brain. Just put it in there. With our pure organic sulfur, you can click an order right on our website, three prices, United States, Canada, worldwide. It's the real deal. Makes little crystals in the glass. Living sulfur on oneradionetwork.com. And if you'd like more than four pounds, a lot of people do. Some folks get nine pounds, and you get a better deal. We get... 15% 15% off on, I think we do, what, 8 or 9 pounds, 15% off. Then they share it with friends. And, you know, people ask me a lot, so, how, you know, how many supplements do you take? And I don't take any. Um, what? No, I don't take This is the only, I guess, would be classified as a supplement because it is made. They use DMSO and hydrogen peroxide to make this pure sulfur, but it doesn't have anything else in it. Most of them do. So this is really the only supplement, seriously, that I take. And we do a few herbs and pine pollen and elk velvet. We like that. And and uh, ginseng from Shen Blossom. You know, a few things like that. But the whole, the whole anti, not anti, pro-youthing thing is all like what we talk about. These things are fun and they help us feel better while we're getting stronger. Anyway, just click on Artist Sulfur, OneRadioNetwork.com. Know the source on One Radio Network. You know, one of the things I've been thinking about the last few days I thought would be fun to talk about is if I, now let's just say a hypothetical situation, I don't, I was in a coma or and and woke up and I was I was in a different city I didn't know anybody probably seems like a great great plot for a movie they've probably done it already I'm sure they have and um, I didn't know anything I just wait let me let me say it this way that I that I I kept all of my spiritual um, components because I'm soul. So if I woke up, that means I'm still here and I wouldn't have lost any of that, my awareness of, you know, spiritual stuff. But because all the, all the things we think we are, the ego or the mind and the mind-brain and all that, that's all just made up. That's not really who we are. That's the part I, I would not have when I woke up out of the coma. So the coma, you know, messed up all that which is pretty courage. Just wipe out your ego and then you're just here. Happy kid. Right? <laughs> which is the goal, right? I'm just here. I am what I am. Don't know exactly what I'm going to experience in 10 minutes, but since it's only now, I'll just keep going and <laughs> 10 minutes will be here. So, on the story of the amnesia, I thought, well, then, how old would I be? If I didn't know, how, how old would I be? 
So if I would get geeky and do all, and look at everything, right? You know, blood test and take all the, well, I don't do blood tests, but say you wanted to just for fun so you could see, you know, how old am I? Ah, whatever. MRI, you could do all this stuff like some people do and try to prove that they're a certain age and, and it's just nonsense. And, but if you look at everything, my flexibility, if you can move, if, your libido, um, um, if you can do what you want to do and, and you feel like you've always never felt this good, I mean, how old would you be? And the truth is, you, you wouldn't be. You wouldn't have an age. You just wouldn't. You would just be here. And why do you need to have a number? So I've totally given up even putting a number on my age. And I get I get emails from time to time, not too often, but sometimes people say, you know, well, you're just really kidding yourself. You just If you just forget your age, that doesn't mean, you know, and they get all snooty and snarky. And I, I know, because um, this pushes a lot of buttons for people because most people, most people would like to feel better, look better, better, live longer, just because it makes sense. I mean, as long as you're being a body here, might as well look and feel the best you can be so you can do whatever you want to do. Uh, I don't know. Why would you not? It just seems, it's just that plus factor in, in souls. We are always moving more towards the light. That's just what we do. We're like little bugs in the light bulb. We're just moving more towards the light because it feels it feels better than it just feels better and better as we move more into love and peace, love, and hippie beads. So that's what we do. So so if somebody has a issue with me not even putting a number on this body of an age, well then. They just need to have another friend if they, they don't want to be my friend. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you just don't know. And you can make it whatever you want to make it. So what I'm going to talk about now is something that I saw in the last three or four days, which is like, is that, this is so cool, the reason, the reason you and I look the way we do when we look in the mirror, or we look the way we do to other people as you look at me now, oh, he looks like that. And you look like that. You know, if you're just talking about the face for now, just for fun, because that's what people look at, you know, she looks great. The face. Um, and our body, let's just say our body, and that'll include everything, is a culmination of thoughts, feelings, and images 
belief systems, hopes, fear, all the good stuff, everything that we've believed to be true and thus took them into our body over this lifetime and, and last lifetime too. Because when we come into physical reality as a soul, we bring in um, some baggage or some karma, if you will. And we incarnate with people which controls a little bit the way we look. We look like mom and dad because karmically this is what we wanted. It, it, it's pretty complicated, but I could explain it sometime. You just had an hour or so I could really explain how that works. But anyway, so the way you and I look is who we are. It's an expression of our state of consciousness. And our state of consciousness is everything, if we had to like gather up, like if you said to yourself, well, you know, who am I? Who am I really? If you said that to yourself, have you ever asked yourself, who am I really? Who am I? Hmm, who am I? You'd probably start gathering up all the things. Well, I'm this and I'm, I'm a, I do this and then you'd, you know, I, I'm a mom and I have a couple of kids and, and uh, you know, that's not really who you are. This is just, I'm not really a talk show guy. This is not, this is what I do. But when we really get down to who am I, then we start thinking about, well, I believe this and, you know, I believe in God and I, I believe that the earth is flat and not moving and, and I, I believe this and my hopes and my dreams are this. So if you gather all that stuff, you know, everything, like you had a little, then we sweep it up and you put all that stuff of who we think we are. These, these thoughts, images and feelings is what forms the body. That's the way it works. It's just a hologram. It's what forms the body. I've seen it clearly. There's no doubt about it. It forms the body. So, as we let go of these things, which we can do in deep contemplation and meditation and various spiritual exercises and you can create your own and you see different things that you've believed for the last 10 years whatever I believe in a virus or something and and you see that wow I, maybe I really don't you know maybe and now we know of course there are no viruses maybe and when we let go of a belief system that's been around for lifetimes maybe, our body changes. Changes physically on cellular level and the DNA level, which is epigenetics. We change everything just by releasing that idea. It's nothing fancy. You don't have to do any magic tricks. You just release it and say, well, you know, I, holy cow. 
There's never been a virus proven to exist. And you know the work that we've talked to, you know, with Lanka and Cowan and Kaufman and Bulmer and Mike Stone and Lando and um, Darko, all these people, they're on the forefront of this whole show me the virus thing, the Baileys in, in New Zealand we were friends with and talked to. doesn't exist. And so when we let go of that idea, you, can you imagine the, the cellular matrix in this hologram called the physical body, how much it can change just by releasing that? You can't, you know, I mean, all kinds of tension, fears, um, you don't get sick anymore because you, you know, there's no germs, so that's over. I mean, it's, you know, it's big, but it changes everything. So if you really push this idea forward, you can see how it would be possible for you, if you want, and you really dig in, to um, takes a long time to get young. You just keep working at it, and you'll just keep changing to a more. Now, I, I, the word the word young is kind of a um, um, it's a little weird because we have these ideas of what young and what old is and all that. But we're just creating a new body that is a reflection of who we are and all of the experiences that we have and all of the time, if you believe in it, that we've been here. So it's not like um, we're just going to look the way who we are. And who knows what that is. But it certainly doesn't have to look like normal people, normal people look like when they're 50, 60, 70, 80, or 90 or 100. It doesn't have to because... The only reason you'd have to look like that is if you believe that that's the way it has to be. Does that make sense? Yeah. And once you let go of that, you're liable to look like anything. You know, 20 years from now, look, be more handsome or more beautiful than you are today. Not necessarily younger and look like you're 25 or 30, but just more elegant and beautiful and balanced and uh, authentic. Does that make sense? So, you know, my meme could be it takes a long time to be authentic. But, you know, you just have no choice. The body has no choice because it is following our lead as soul. So this is where, in my opinion, where this whole love at first sight comes in. You know, you've heard that, right? Where you see somebody and you see, just look at them. And they, it's almost like you know everything about them. And you can see that with everybody, not just a a boy-girl thing or a girl-boy thing. When you really look, you can, you just know what people are about because they, they wear their heart on their sleeve, as the saying goes. 
And we're going to talk to Varus about this because and, and all of this can be categorized, in my opinion, in my experience, to tension. Tension. My favorite word these days, excuse me. Tension. So this is OneRadioNetwork.com, Patrick Timpone. Uh, we get a little spiritual geeky from time to time when we do a one-on-one on days like this and also on every Friday. But um, hope you enjoy it. Uh, hope it gives you some ideas to think about and to play with and, you know, see where it takes you. Or not at all, it doesn't matter. So now it's really easy to understand how every, wow, every, every physical challenge that we experience, high blood pressure, thyroid, heartburn, constipation, whatever, rashes, canker sores, anything, Anything, cancer, anything, is simply the souls, you and I, are our knowingness. Oh, let me say, let me put it this way is simply believing in, in things that aren't true. And that can be a wide variety of everything. So, the truth is, is that divine spirit, God, whatever you want to call it, has our back and is, is always, always, always there to help us to get stronger, get healthier, uh, all the things that we want. That's what God does for a living. That's what spirit does for a living. And it's right there just saying, here, do this. You could do that. Wow, you could do that. You want to do that? You could do that. Yeah. So when we don't know that, we're not aware of this, and we're misinformed because of religions and media and parents and God knows what, and then we worry what's going to happen to us, which is a a direct um, opposite of trusting in God, that is hard on the body because it's not the truth. So if we worry about what's going to happen to us, that's what causes us to get sick. Tension, any kind of tension. I don't know what I'm doing. Just think about it throughout our lives. Tension, unsure, uncertainty. I don't know what's going to happen. You know, um, I don't like that or I like that. All that's just tension because we are we are squeezing something where we think there's two. In other words, we're we're we experience something and we don't like it, so we react to something, but 
it's just one. It, it, we're in everything and everything's in us. So when we react to anything, say we don't like it, that, that'll, you know, that's, that's why one of the reasons how we get sick. Because it just creates a tension that's not there because there's no two things. You know, there's no two things. So even pain, you get a pain in the knee or pain in the neck or, you know, well, we've all had these pains. Like I had the heartburn thing and I learned a lot with just figuring out what is this? Am, am I the pain? Who's the pain? Where's the pain come from? Uh, I know there's no damaged tissue down there because there just isn't. Why would it be? And then when we realize we're both sides, we're the yin and the yang and the male and the female, we're the both sides of everything because God is just one, then for us to do things that we've all spent a long time doing this lifetime is to be of concern, be worried, what's going to happen? I don't know if I'm going to do that. You can't do that. All the different things, you don't deserve this, whatever. You know, just put it on the list. <laughs> Just put it on the list. Oh, you don't deserve it. Oh, I can't do that. It's too difficult. Or, no, I can't. No, man, that would be too. Oh, come on, really? I don't deserve that. All this stuff. And it's all just made up. Because none of it's true, of course. None of it's true. But when we do it and we believe it, it it's hard on the body and it causes the body to age, causes the body to get sick, and just depends on how far you take these things that aren't true. People create cancer and tumors and uh, whatever. Aneurysms and strokes. Everything. And it's all a spiritual dysfunction. I don't like that word because souls aren't dysfunctional because they're you know, they just don't know. They don't know. If they did, they wouldn't do it. Right? God love them too. Most souls, they're just trying to figure out how to make it through the day. You know, kids and a job and inflation and whatever. And they watch the news and then they go to the doctor. And, and I mean, you can imagine what they're going through. I have such compassion for them. But, you know, I don't know what else to do except do what we do and you help who you can. You know, that's all you can do. And the whole entire medical industrial complex. Trillions of dollars is all built on misinformation. The whole thing. It's just all made up. Oh, that's an autoimmune disease and your body's attacking the body. Please. Uh, there's a lady, uh, let me see if I can I don't know why I don't do this before I go in the air. Someday I'm going to learn. Her name is um, Cassie Huckabee. I think I can do the audio at least. 
probably won't be able to do the video, but I can do the audio. Let me see here. I'm going to click on this. Oh, it wants me to log in. I don't want to log in. I wish these people would just leave me alone, you know. Okay, I'm going to do it over here. I'm going to do it on this computer. And we'll do the audio. And, uh, Someone sent me this on through Facebook. And we, we've invited this lady on. And she really nails it. She, you know, we talk about this a lot. And I really resonate with what she's saying here. And her name is Dr. Cassie Huckabee. And I'll play the audio here. And listen to the way she, she really, she really nails it. I've been doing a lot of information sessions today, just answering a lot of questions regarding healing and truth. And one of the most beautiful things that has come up so many times today is the truth that if your body is doing it, it's very much by design and it's for you and it's for survival and it's for um, healing without exception. There's nothing that the body does to sabotage you or to steal your life. And if you need proof of it, um, I always just go to extreme simplicity. How many days of your life has your body fought for your survival? And how many days of your life has it killed you? And when you go and look at even just the basic statistics of this, um, every single day of your life, if you are still here, your body has done everything known, unknown, seen, unseen, even things that you can't even imagine um, to keep you here and to survive and to heal in the most brilliant way possible, even if that means um, creating symptoms or healing expressions within your physical experience. And the beautiful freedom here is to understand that everything that your body does is for you. It is for survival, it is for healing, um, and it is for living. It is not doing anything to sabotage you or um, to kill you. And that's a big miss, it's not even a misinterpretation, it's just one of the biggest lies that we have is that your body is what kills you. It is not. Every single breath that you breathe, it is fighting for you in ways that you couldn't even imagine. Um, one of the things I was talking about today is how big our pathology books are. And when I was in medical school, I remembered looking at these tiny, tiny words on this massive you know, textbook of how many things could happen that could lead to our death. And I remember looking at it instead of being massively overwhelmed, which I was initially, I went to massive awe of, I didn't even know a lot of those things existed until I picked up that book. And to know that all of those things could happen and could end a life. And that you don't even have to know about them and your body already has everything it needs to prevent, to heal, to adapt, to compensate, to buffer, to change instantaneously, even without you even knowing for you. And it's such a, a beautiful thing to go into the truth, to go and find the peace underneath the promises that are given to you instead of torturing yourself with illusions and stories that have been manipulated and created and um, just 
contrived in such a way and delivered in such a way to where you think that they're truths, um, but they're not. And so if you can today, especially if you're going through any type of healing, go look at it differently. Um, with my patients, a lot of times, once they see the truth about their body, their fear about why it's doing what it's doing completely disappears because they understand it. So if you can today, try to understand your body, try to look at it in a different way and see the truth that every single day it's fought for you. And out of every single day that you've had, it is one for your survival. And it has no intentions on doing anything but healing you, keeping you here, and giving you the capacity to live the fullest life, um, even with all of the things that you have it interface with at the expense um, of its most optimal function. So see it differently, feel it differently, and fall into the peace of the truth um, that's saturating your existence, that if there's anything that's ever going to come up, your body already knows how to navigate it to the best of its ability, to the greatest capacity you could imagine. You're literally walking around in the greatest, most advanced healing machine mechanism, quantum machine on the planet. And it's just waiting for you to see that and maybe to work with it instead of against it. Wow, brilliant. Her name is Cassie, uh, Cassie Huckabee. And we have invited her on. We've not scored her yet, but uh, she'll come on soon, I hope. But she really gets it. And she's brilliant. She explains it much better uh, than, I, than I can. Isn't that fascinating? There, there's absolutely nothing that our body is doing to hurt us. You know, autoimmune and all that stuff. It's just all made up. Well, your body's attacking your your joints and because it doesn't know what it's doing. They created autoimmune. Doctors created it, and even natural doctors, they, they, they did the same thing. They created it because they, did, they don't know what's going on, so they, they just say, oh, it's an autoimmune thing. The body is an expression, as we just talked about, of who we are as soul, right? We know that. It is just a, a replica of who we are as spiritual beings. And who we are as spiritual beings, as we get more clarity about who we are, know, not believe, but we know that we're eternal. I mean, we know it. We know that we're never going to die. I mean, he doesn't know it. And then you get over the whole fear of death thing, which is, he doesn't know it. And then when you get graced enough to leave the body and consciously, and then you see, well, you know, as a lot of people have, and you can learn how to do yourself. We talked about techniques and soul travel and So there's nothing going on in the body except healing. That's all it's doing all the time, getting it back into balance. So we take in a toxin or we take in a toxic thought, right? And we believe a toxic thought. Oh, I can't do that. Or, you know, that, you know come on. Russia's going to kill me with a nuclear bomb, whatever. A toxic thought, and you believe that, that can actually, and it does, damage the tissues in the body. And you believe that strongly enough, 
and long enough, and you can create whatever. Pick your poison, whatever, cancer, heart disease, whatever. They just have a name for all of these different imbalances in the body. So they name them all, like Dr. Huckabee said, in pathology books, they just name them all. They just give them all, but it's all the same thing. It's just happening at different parts in the body. So they call it kidney disease, liver disease, um, (laughs) heart disease, whatever, cancer, bone cancer, blood cancer. It's just all made up. These are imbalances in this part of the body and they give them all different names so then they can create different medicines to cure them. And of course they can't. They don't and they just make things worse. So that's why we know for certain that when we have something going on physically, some kind of a, I don't know, I don't use the word, but is the best thing to do is to go inside, start asking, well, what's going on here? Let me see if I can figure out exactly why my thyroid is low. And I take my temperature and you do the whole thing and, and you can figure it out if you dig deeply and you get to the spiritual issue and uh, it's gone. Or you can take thyroid medicine, which people do, and uh, nothing wrong with that, but it's not curing anything. It's just keeping the thyroid happy until you're strong enough or willing enough um, to find out why your thyroid is not, uh, it's hypo or it's low. So then people do blood tests and they chase these numbers and it's just all made up. And, you know, I'm not criticizing you if you do that. I mean, it's fine. You can do that. Nobody cares. God doesn't care. You don't get extra points for curing your thyroid on your own. You can, you, you can become God realized if you're taking thyroid medicine. I'm just waxing and musing here. I don't want to be dogmatic about the whole thing, but I'm just trying to expose to you, you know, some of our options and some of your options. But you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. You don't have to believe anything that you don't want to do. Or you don't believe it. You just don't have to. We came across uh, Pearlseum, this wonderful product, I guess maybe five years ago now? And it's from Real Pearl. That's right. Real Pearl, Dr. Rulin Shu. She knew when she was a little tot in Japan that she was going to do this. I love these stories like this. When I was a kid, I always thought I was going to save the world. Seriously. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God, help me. Um, this Perlsium product is great. They, she has a family that oversees these, these beautiful lakes in China and not everything in China is toxic, so that's just all made up too. They have their share, but anyway, uh, and so they, I think they give the oysters I think they have the oysters watch a sad movie, the oysters cry, and then they make pearls. And I just made that part up, but you know what I mean. That's where pearls come from. Do you know? 
So she takes these pearls and she um, figures out a way how to, and she had to go to great extent to do this, how to put it into a powder and then use this to brush your teeth. And it makes your teeth kind of pearly, hence the name. It's just an amazing product. It's all I use. My teeth look great. They feel great. It's, it will actually help fill in little ridges on your teeth because it's been proven that it will um, actually help the bone. And the teeth are bones, right? Teeth are bones. Help the bones to grow. So if you have little, it'll just fill in little ridges. and It's a, it's a beautiful product. Pearl Sam in a green container, I would get three to start. Put them around your house so you can always brush your teeth with this two or three times a day and you're going to love the way the way it looks. Just love the way it looks. There's a little uh, exercise that we do most every day of our life. I would say out of a month, probably 29 days. <laughs> I just don't miss. I didn't do it last night for some reason. I don't know why, but uh, you just jump in our sauna. We have a relaxed far infrared sauna. These are beautiful units. Um, very, very effective. They're made at a medical university in Taiwan. And no radio frequencies, no, no EMFs per se. They've got some magnetic and electrical energy between the floor and the bottom of the chair, but nothing. Nothing now. Same thing you get when you're driving your car. And they get hot. I mean, you can get this, this puppy will get up to around 150, 160. So you'll sweat a lot. Your head is sticking out, so that's good, so you don't heat up your head. As, a, as a, some people have conjectured, you want to have a cool head and hot booty. You don't want to have a cool booty and a hot head. That's just the opposite. Don't want to do it. Yeah, just, that's right. You get it. So you, your head is sticking out. It's called the Relax Far Infrared Sauna. The, the onlyest way, that's not a word, but I just made it up, the only way to get uh, the price that we offer is to email your host here, Patrick, at oneradionetwork.com. Patrick at oneradionetwork.com. $12.95 delivered to the United States. $12.95. You're not going to get this price anyway, anywhere. This price is so low that we can't even put it into print. That's our deal. They allow us to sell it at this price. They want us to sell it at $14.95. I thought, I don't know, just do it. Okay, whatever. Just email me if you want to get one. Patrick, oneradionetwork.com. If you have cell phone towers, well, let me just put it this way. If you have a cell phone that you can talk on anywhere, then you have cell phone towers possibly affecting you. Now, we know that you don't really because we have learned how to not be affected by EMFs, but that's a whole other story. But until you learn that, you can buy things like this, to help you feel better. Previously, we were talking with Brandon about the Blue Shield EMF device, and he says it goes out 90 yards in all directions. It's an omnidirectional field that, if you think about a huge sphere that's expanding, that's that's 
essentially what the waveform pattern looks like. Oh, that's cool. So it's putting frequencies into the body, and then how does that work in relation to electromagnetic field that's coming in in the walls and the windows through a cell phone tower down the street? Yeah, so the cell repeaters and Wi-Fi and all this electromagnetic radiation in, in the um, in the environment, people mistakenly think that this is somehow going to act like a shield and block the radiation and make it not appear on any kind of tri-field meter or any measuring device. And that's simply not the case. It's more of a, an energy medicine, so to speak, where it's it's stimulating the bodies at the cellular level to create a cellular response to make all the individual cells much stronger and more able to adapt to the EMF stressors. So that's number one on the physical or the somatic level where the body is experiencing a decrease in stress from electromagnetic fields. If you're interested, you can click on the Blue Shield ad on the front page of One Radio Network. Use promo code One Radio, or also contact Brandon through his website there when you click, and he'll give you more information. Front page Blue Shield EMF protection device on OneRadioNetwork.com. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. To turn on my mic, we'll stay for a few more or minutes. My newts here. Uh, Varus Armad's about forty minutes away. Want a quick mention to a shout out if you would like to donate to our site. Um, we uh, we've been doing this show this way, just promoting products, and we don't we don't earn any dollars when we talk about a product. We only earn dollars when you. You purchase something. It's a commission thing, and we set it up like that. It's worked for 15 years, and it's great. But the last six months, it's like a, a screenplay, right? But then, what happened? I don't The last six months, the, our sales, our actual sales of these products, even though our listenership has been stable and even grown in many areas, um, they've just gone like, crazy. Who knows? Um, It's hard to conjecture exactly why that is, um, but there's a lot of things going on in physical reality where people, you know, they don't have as much money to spend. They're they're saving money because they're concerned about, you know, we talk a lot about the financial thing. Anyway, it's just going on. No sense trying to figure out why, except what do we do about it? So we have began uh, a kind of a new idea called value for value. So if you believe that you get value from what we do and what we spend a lot of time thinking about, working on, uh, doing the videos, uh, doing the show, working on the website, putting stories, all, all the archives, everything's free, 15 years of audio shows with the coolest people ever, 15 years worth free all of our bit, everything's free. If you feel like you would want to exchange some of your energy for what we do, that'd be cool. And you can do that by simply donating some of your dollars. You could do a monthly thing for 10 or 20 bucks. People are starting to do that. So we want to get to up where we're getting full support by just donations. And, you know, if we never sell another product, uh, who cares? I'm, I, you know, I don't want to put that out there. I shouldn't say that. Let me rewind. You know what I'm saying. You know what I mean. So, so yeah, if you feel so inclined, then that'd be cool. Great. 
the donation tab and you can do a one-time or a monthly, five-buck, whatever you want to do. Be great. Um, Before we go, I want to talk a little bit about the power of now, the present, the now, and how we can use this to our advantage, and it's really cool. Of course, I go back to uh, even the Ram Das days, and he wrote, Be Here Now, and you know, all spiritual people have talked about living in the present moment, and then the, um, what's his name? I haven't read any of his books. You know, the guy that wrote all these books about now, Eckhart Tolle, see, it came in, um, you know, that now thing. And the reason the reason spiritual teachers have kind of talked about this and, and the reason it's valuable is because that's all there is. You see, that's it. I mean, you, you really have to work at not being in present because we are present. That's all there is. That there is no future. There is no past. So we have to go to th- some lengths to, to get out of the now. And we do this by thinking. Thinking of something other than what is going on right now. So I'm in the now, now, now with you, and I'm talking about things, but I don't leave the now because I know that that's all there is. But generally, we've spent lifetimes all of a sudden thinking about tomorrow when we're going to have lunch with somebody and we're there, and we could stay five minutes there talking to them, and and then we're come back in. Whoa! So humans just have been doing this past, future worry, angst. What about this? What about? And it's just a mess. But so once you understand, and we understand that there is only now, we have an incredible responsibility to be very judicious in what we think about. Because what we think about, or how we think about it, is what's going on with us in our body and what we're putting out to the universe and determines essentially how much light we put out because, well, I won't go there now. So, The reason I mention this is because, first of all, you see, if one really understands that there is only now, and you're just here, and you learn how to just, okay, (laughs) right, you can learn how to do that, and you're just in Nowsville, you can, you can, um, Imagine how we don't really have to age as advertised because the body's not doing anything. The body doesn't age just because it's here. It just doesn't. There's spiritual masters that had their body had their have their body, I, I know of some that I work with, six, seven hundred, a thousand years. Because they just knew they just know how to do it. And you can keep yours that long if you want. I mean, I think Earth would be a trip, you know, in a thousand years from now, but 
Anyway, so that's one of the reasons why why the body ages, because we believe in time, and we believe that there is next Thursday, and then we stretch out our imagination to next Thursday, and we create this imaginary time between Wednesday and next Thursday, eight days. We really believe it's there. Well, I'm going to, I've got this date, I've been, you know, taking this girl to lunch or this guy to lunch. I've really been looking, you know, you think about it, and you create this space in between now and next Thursday. In our mind, right? In our imagination. And then the body, what's the body doing then? The body said, oh, okay, there's there's eight days between now and Thursday. I got to do something. What am I going to do in those eight days? So what do you think it does? It ages a little bit. It's got to do something. It either is catabolic or anabolic or catabolic. It's either either getting stronger or it's it's um, deteriorating a little bit. So when you believe in time, the body deteriorates just a bit. But if we're always thinking, well, I'm soul, I'm free, I can do what I want, my body's getting stronger, I'm building muscles even when I don't, whatever, and we're always thinking that, that's what happens. But this is what I really want to share with you and the idea of asking. This is so cool. So if you really get spiritually geeky with me for a second before we go and make way for a virus is and you really get that there's only now and you can get to that point and I encourage you to do it. Whatever it takes, how many how many hours you need to spend in meditation or contemplation or spiritual exercises or whatever it takes. And once you get to that moment, it everything changes. It doesn't mean that you don't do silly things and we don't we don't get caught up in some drama on the phone because we do, because we're human, but for the most part, life just changes. But this idea of asking questions and when you understand the nowness of everything is so cool. Because think about it. If there is only now, which there is, right? And we have a question. Right? We're asking God, how does that work? I use this in my screenwriting and it works. What would be something else George could do that would be more interesting. And it comes in. Not immediately, but it does come in. And the reason it comes in and these answers is because the answer the answer has to be there before the question. It has to be. Where is it? Where is the answer if there's only now? Where is the answer? The answer is already there in the ever-present now. It's not somewhere in the future that's going to come in because that doesn't work because there is no future. It doesn't come in from the past or 
doesn't come in from the mind, which is just a computer, doesn't know anything. It comes in from God, from spirit, asking you shall receive. So that, that, that answer is there. And we ask, and the more we believe that we're going to get the answer, the more we don't go off into some lost in space place for the next 10 hours or a day and thinking about then it has no room to come in. But when we ask, and we we stay in that mode of knowing, in the to, and we stay in the present, that, that information will come in. It'll just come, because it's there. Why would it not? It's there. It has to be there, otherwise we wouldn't have asked the question. That amazing. So we, you know, in essence, we know the answer, but we don't know it. We're just not conscious of it. But it it will pop in. And you can do this with with remembering something, and I do it all the time on the air, where I'm talking about something, and there's maybe a, you know, because I'm a big film fan. Maybe there's a movie, and there's somebody who stars in the movie, and their, their name is not, um, this is more with the mind, but it works. Their name is not in my consciousness at the moment. So rather than try to dig around in your mind and try to find it, which is virtually impossible, is you just relax and you just keep staying in the moment and then either talking about something else and it'll just pop in. It happens all the time. So it's kind of how it works on the spiritual level as well. It'll just pop in. Oh, try this. Why don't you read that book? Or oftentimes, spirit is so, so um, integrated with all of us. We'll ask a certain question, and before you know it, somebody sends you a video, right? That is, it addresses the, the question that you asked. Now, if you think that's a coincidence, then you're just not paying attention because this is how spirit works. Spirit is always helping us to have a happier, healthier, longer, if that's what we want, uh, more aware, more abundant life. It's always, that's what it does for a living. And it's going to do it any way that it can. With friends, somebody calls you up, you watch a movie and you're getting out, wow, that's what I was wondering. Because it's all interconnected. It's all this giant, beautiful, integrated system driven by divine spirit, which is who we are. And, and it's just always there to support us and help us. As I say, that's what it does for a living. So I guess it was, was it a biblical thing, kind of asking you shall receive kind of thing? Asking you shall receive. I think so. It's there. That you can get anything that you want 
at Alice's restaurant. Don writes in, I, I enjoyed when you have these kinds of shows. I get lost sometimes, but I know you're onto something. Thanks. Are there different books we can read to gain more insight into what you're talking about? Yes. I kind of I kind of grew up on the work of um, at a very entry level would be Krishna Murti, uh, Alan Watts, Alan Watt, not Watts, Alan Watt. Back in the eighties, I I was devouring their stuff. Nineteen eighty. So those are Krishna Murti, Alan Watt, very good. Um, one of my favorite books ever, ever. I've recommended this book since I do a little um, coaching sessions with people. And uh, they'll ask for a book. And uh, the one that I always recommend is The Flute of God. The Flute of God. By Paul Twitchell. The Flute of God. It's an incredibly powerful book and really really lays out in very clear language uh, all this kind of stuff and how it works. You can buy it on Amazon, 10, 15 bucks. Get a hard copy and... I mean, I still go through it and... What I like to do is is take little um, sentences that are just like, wow. You know, you read a sentence and you go, And I put it on index cards and I have them all around the house, you know, taped on the fridge or whatever. So to wrap up for this this particular segment and make room for Varus Ahmad is all of the things that I talked about over the last uh, hour and 40 minutes. You might find them really interesting and great if you do. You can go back and listen to them. We'll post the audio. Take notes on things that you say, what, how's that possible? Really? Come on. And then think about it. Put some energy into it. That's, that's where the juice is. Uh, this is called contemplation, which is a step up from meditation. Meditation, the Indian philosophy of meditation, the yogi, the Eastern Buddhist, um, whatever, it's really, it's it's just a lower form of, of you can you can get to the point where you're not thinking much and few thoughts and you get quiet and you lower your blood pressure and you feel happy and okay. Contemplation is a step above meditation. Contemplation is when you and I think clearly, quietly, to ourselves. And we toss these ideas around and we're really authentic and honest about it. Wow. Now, wait a minute. Is that possible that the only reason I age is because I believe in how it is? And you contemplate that for a day, two days, three days. It might take you a year contemplating before you get it. Who knows? It's different for everybody. But when you really think about it and you 
and you want more information, that information comes in and insights will come in when you're taking a shower or washing dishes and say, wow, maybe there's something to, you know what I mean? It's we are creating these insights because of our passion of wanting to know it. They just don't come down and tap you on the head and say, you know, you're next, you get to know everything because you've been a good person. That's all That's all made up. We work for it. Certainly people have out-of-body experiences that never thought about this stuff and there's lots of evidence that this happens, but they've, trust me when I tell you, they've earned this experience in some level. They've earned it. We earn everything, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Everything. Everything that comes into our experience, we have created. Canker sores, cancer, warts, <laughs> abundance love, peace love, hippie beads, that perfect mate or whatever. We have created it. It wouldn't happen if we didn't create it. Just doesn't happen by accident. So work on it. You know, work on these ideas if they mean something to you, if they're valuable. Um, and uh, email me if you have questions. And when we get our phone back, hopefully by Friday, I've been saying this for a month, we can talk about it too when you call. Okay, we're going to go take a little break. I'm going to go get some water. I'm getting dry here. And uh, we will see you in 20 minutes with um, Polymath. <laughs> He's a uh, on tour. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff. Healing and car. We'll talk about it all. He loves just to dance around with things. And Varus Ahmad will be here in 20 minutes at noon central. So, I love you all very much. Thanks for putting up with my total geek squad. Spiritual geek squad. Which I love and I appreciate the opportunity. This is my therapy. Um, you know, I just want to close with, I'm not a, I'm not an expert at this stuff. I'm not some guru that I know all this stuff. Uh, I'm just working on it all the time like you are. I have all kinds of challenges too that I work with and they're all different. And we're always going to have challenges and obstacles to say, wait, wait, that's how we grow. So we never, you know, we always are going to have challenges ahead of us. But that's the fun part. Because the bigger the challenges get, and they will get bigger, the more juice, mojo, chi, awareness that we have to overcome them. Because as the old saying goes, God never gives us more than we can deal with, right? What doesn't what is it what is the what's the great line? What doesn't kill you will make you stronger. And that's the way it works. And so we just keep creating more challenges so we can grow. If we didn't do that, we wouldn't grow. We would just stay there and become, just be perfectly fine with the amount of God that we're aware of. And that's all, that's all it is. Everyone has an awareness of God, regardless of their religion or where you've been. Everybody has their own awareness of what God is. And it's just a level of being more aware and more aware and more aware of more of God. So it's not, you know, that's why all the religions and paths are just perfect because everybody's aware of a, of a certain port, portion of God and they're happy with that. And if they want to learn more, they might have to change to another 
another religion. It's fine. Or another path. Or another idea. So that's why everything is in its proper place at its proper time and that you and I don't need to judge anybody. No, no. Especially ourselves. That's the first one. You get rid of judging yourself and loving ourselves, man. You get that one down and off to the races. But that's another story. All right, I love you. Thank you. Appreciate your support. We'll see you in about 15 minutes now. See, I just keep babbling on OneRadioNetwork.com. Patrick Timponi, thank you. Uh, May the blessings be. If I do the right button here. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.